Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Royalty House International, Peter Maritzburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Oh, put your hands together for them. Mercy said no. I'm not gonna let you go. I'm not gonna let you lead them away. You don't have to be afraid. Mercy said no. Sin will never take us all. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. How many of you have enjoyed it so far? Wow. We want to appreciate all of them. All of them. All of They've all done wonderfully well. All of them. All of them. Wow. Next week. So, that, so, so this program is called Let's Sing. All right? Yeah. So next week, we have Lesson G2R. All right? So just look out for the poster. It will come out. It will come out soon. Lesson G2R. All right? Yeah, old school. Yes. Unati will get a chance. Now, don't, don't be in a rush. You see, we have less sing, this less sing, then we have less sing G2R, old school. We have less sing, what a shock. Yeah. Then we have less sing at your own risk. Yeah. It will be, you are in for a ride, I'm telling you, you are in for a ride. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for everybody. Also put your hands together for Joel for putting it all together. Putting it all together. Wow. 
Hallelujah. Let us pray. Pray for yourself tonight. Say, Lord, speak to me. Maybe you just came to hear music, but pray that God will speak to you. God will tell you something. The entrance of God's word brings light and understanding to the simple. So tonight, may light and understanding come your way. Holy Spirit, speak to us. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Speak to us, Jesus. Speak to us, oh God. One with God, the Lord most high. Thank you, Jesus. Your hidden glory creation. Thank you, Jesus. Now reveal in you a Christ. What a beautiful name it is. What a beautiful name.
We take authority in that name and we rebuke every trap, every accusation, every word of the devil against us. Let that name move in our lives tonight in the name of Jesus. We humble ourselves before your word. Speak to us in a way that will understand. In the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Wonderful, you may be seated. Wow. What a night. Anyway, we have to share something, so we'll share something. All right. Good. We've been talking about seven evil spirits that destroy the church. Is that not so? And we've talked about the spirit of disloyalty. We have also talked about the spirit of accusation, which is what we are on. Is that not so? We talked about types of accusations. Is that not so? Yeah, one of the salient ones amongst them is accusation by writing. Yeah. Friendship is not only taking selfies and eating mealies. Yeah. That's the famous one. Yeah. Yeah, it's not what... Only taking selfies and eating mealies. Yeah. Tonight, we want to look at how to silence the accuser. Yeah. We want to put the accuser to sleep tonight. So, we want to look at how to silence the accuser quickly. Because a lot of our time is gone. How to silence the accuser. Now, Many ways that we think are ways by which we silence the accuser are not. Amen? They are not. We want to look at biblical ways. Alright? Because from experience, I mean once upon a time, I had a guy who was accusing me of many things. Um, so many things, I can't even go into them. I was accused, he said I was sharing brown envelopes to people. Usually when I share envelopes, I don't share brown envelopes. I share white envelopes. So, you know, that was all, even a problem, you know. But I was sharing, I'm sharing brown envelopes to church members that days that even one of his accusations was that he's my brother. Yeah, I mean that. He's my brother. And when I look at him, I look at, he's short, I'm tall. I mean, to start with. There's no short man in my family. I'll come to it. I'm coming to common sense when I come. Remind me of this story, okay? Do you get it? So, Tyler and a few other guys, they decided that they need to silence this guy. So, they had a meeting and they decided that this is how we are going to silence the guy. And guess what they said? They said, let's beat him. Very simple. I mean, they, they, they said, let's beat him. Yeah, that's, that's their way of settling the, I mean, silencing this accuser. Guys, 
either sit down or go home. Choose one. Okay, don't be fidgeting. Sit down. The service is almost over. You are making me nervous. All right, so sit down. Or just go home. Then we, we are on the same page. All right. Good. Now let's continue the service. Good. So like I was saying, they said, let's beat the guy. So they met the guy. And then they, they said, look, you, you have said this, that, that. We are going to beat you. Fortunately for the guy, I was driving past. So then I stopped. And I said, no, no, no. Don't beat him. Leave him be. But then I told him, you see, if I wasn't here, these boys, they would have beaten you. Do you get it? They would have beaten you. You get it? Uh-huh. So, but beating the accuser is not the biblical solution to silencing the accuser. Hallelujah. So, we want to look at how to silence an accuser. And it's very simple. Just six ways. We'll be out of here 20 minutes, then I'm done. The first way to silence an accuser is by prayer. Is by prayer. Accusation is a spiritual attack. It's not just a physical. What you see on the outside is a physical manifestation of something spiritual. And any type of spiritual attack, you deal with it in the spirit. That is by prayer. Bible says the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strong holes. So when you, are, when you are faced with a battle, and it's a spiritual battle, you can't use physical means to directly confront the battle. So you pray. So Bible says in Hebrews 7.25, Jesus ever lived to make intercessions on our behalf. So anytime the devil is accusing us, then Jesus also comes interceding for us. Interceding for us. Prayer. Many of us must learn to pray. When you are faced with an accuser, you must learn to pray. You must learn to pray. Sometimes even what you are accused of is true. I mean, they say you like food. You like food. I mean, you eat three times, four times, five times a day. If they accuse that this guy, you like food. You like food. You don't need to deny it. It's the truth. Some, a lot of the accusations we are accused of, a lot of them are true. A lot of them are true. There's some, usually there's some truth in it. For an accusation to be real, there has to be some truth, some small truth to just deceive the shallow ones. So you have to learn to pray. And not pray curses. Pray. Intercede. As a pastor, I'm even looking for six people to pray for me and intercede for me regularly. Regular intercede for my ministry, intercede for the church. Pray, devoted people. I'm not talking about those of you pray and fall asleep. I'm talking about the Mr. Kariba type of prayer people. Yeah, pray to intercede. Yeah, pray to intercede. So they accuse you, you are proud. Sometimes there's a little, there's something small there. Something small. Something small. Like, Why are they accusing? Look, instead of talking a lot, start to pray. Amen. Number two, I'm almost done. The second way to silence the accuser is direct confrontation. Fire for fire. Direct confrontation. 
Meaning of say amen. Direct confrontation. Direct. You know, usually accusers are fearful people, timid people. They can't come out openly and say what they want to say, what they are saying. So they just say it in some kind of, you see those people there are like this. You see those guys are thief. You see those guys. But when they see you face to face, then they start to smile. They can't say it in front of you. So sometimes you have to confront them directly. Yeah, yeah. So, what, what did you say again? Oh, that, I, didn't, I didn't mean, that wasn't what I was saying. That's why, that's why even when we, pray, we preach, we say it directly. We don't try to make it into a, like, oh, you see, then somebody was there. Then, then she wrote on Facebook, Holy Spirit, go to the side. Then I took a selfie. Then there was something. No, 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 no. That's why we don't say it like We say exactly what you said. Yeah. So that, if you are bold, you defend it. Sometimes you must, you must, you must look, accuse, accusers just, they just spit out threats they can't carry out. In John chapter 8, a woman was brought before Jesus. They said they had caught her in the very act. And last Sunday I heard that these guys who caught the woman, they were busy at Moy River burning tracks. Then after that, from Moy River, they came to say they had caught this woman in adultery. And they said, they told Jesus, Moses said, we should stone them. We should stone anybody who, 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 who is caught in adultery. Then Jesus said, okay, go ahead. Stone them. Stone them. Stone them. They were all there. And then he just, I'm, I'm waiting for you. Hurry up. Kaoleza, Kaoleza. Started to write. Started to write on the floor. You said you will stone her. Stone her. We are waiting for you. Stone Bible says one by one, they all turned away and they went. Now, if you are bold, you can stone her. Why do you need to bring her to Jesus before you start stoning her? Accusers are usually like that. Yeah. Rarely will you hear someone who has accused you of something when you confront the person and say, yes, I said this. No. Timid, fearful people. Oh, Rev, that's not what I was trying to say. I was trying to say that the blue shirt is nicer than the red shirt. But as I was saying it, then they didn't hear me well. So then they misquoted what I was saying. Shame on you. Coward. Yeah. Next time when they invite you to church Tuesday, come. Coward. I said coward. Sometimes you need to take them on face to face. Yeah. I want to have a meeting with you. Oh, about, about the thing you said yesterday, I want to have a meeting. Then you give them some three hours to be thinking. Yeah, to be thinking. You see them burning inside, trembling with fear. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. If you are bored, next time say that again. You will see what will happen to you. You are surprised. You see the way the church is quiet. Order in the church. Yeah, yeah you said what? Said I said you said what? Yeah. If I say it again. Oh, please, pastor. You see, that's not what I was. I've heard this story so many times. Meanwhile, when they are at home, you, you see them talking. Eh, he did this. You will see what I was saying. When he did it, I can tell him. If, now I'm standing here. You are standing there. Tell me. Yeah. 
You are here. This is your chance. Give, give him a microphone. Tell me. Face to face. Direct confrontation. Yeah. Don't back down. Direct. What is the worst that can happen? The worst that can happen is that they will stone her. And if Jesus doesn't do anything, they will stone her anyway. So the conclusion is the same. So he said, Jesus said, okay, we are going to stone in alphabetical order. Anybody who has not committed a sin first before, you start the stoning. Then come and see. Then Jesus started to write their sins on the floor. Musa. Who's the next guy? What's your name, Moses? Tanda. Then Tanda. Then start to write Tanda. Lungan. Stone now. As soon as you finish, we'll look at Moses' punishment for your sin also. Then we see. Yeah. Direct. Yeah. Me, by nature, I am a very peaceful person. But if you come my way, oh, I won't back down. Test the waters. If you like, test the waters. Test the waters. Test the waters. See it like a joke. We are laughing, no, but we are on. By the time you realize we have removed our shirts, I said, by the time you realize we have removed our shirts. Look, one day I was driving around and I saw a certain lady. I mean, there there was a lot of noise in the area then, so I slowed down a little to take it easy. Then I saw a certain lady. She came out from a house. So when she came out, she started to remove remove, I don't know whether I was with this guy or so, so either this guy or Chipper, one of them, so I what is she doing? Then she told, she's coming to fight. Then I said, ah, but why is she taking off her clothes? So, so that when they are fighting, you have nothing to hold. So, so, so I said, is she going to take off everything? The guy said, yes, she will take off everything. And then they start the fight. So that, you don't, you see, because when people laugh, when, when ladies, when men are fighting, it's punches. When ladies are fighting, they just, they just try to pull each other. Come. Do you see? So, if you have long hair, then they pull your long hair. Yeah. Recently, somebody sent me a video. I'll come back to take off the shirt. Somebody sent me a video of two ladies who were trying to beat one other lady. And they were trying to grab the lady. And this lady, I'm sure she has been a man before. Very skillful lady. She just moved like this, moved like this. Hey! Swerve one, swerve the other, hit the other one. Pah! Look, when she delivered the punch, the lady just went like this and went to fall somewhere. Then she, when this one was there, then she went on to the... <laughs> hey! No, she has been a man before. And then she put one on top of the other one. Yeah. Beat them together. Yes. So, by the time you realize, I've taken off my shirt. Yeah, direct. Whatever you are saying, be bold. Say it. Say it. Sometimes you must confront your people. Yeah, you must confront them. Accusers are cowards. If I had a chance, I'll show you types, employees of the accuser. 
fearful people, bitter people, cowards, liars. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you shouldn't fear the accuser anymore. Hear that somebody has accused you. The person falls into one of these categories. If you can, call the person. I want, I want to. That is, you take, it's when you take them suddenly, you don't allow the fear to marinate. You say, I want to have a meeting with you on Wednesday. Today is Monday, but I want to have the meeting with you on Wednesday at 747. Yeah. So, and easy. And easy. Don't, 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 don't start this, you're and easy. Say, so where would the meeting be? In my office. Yeah. What about what you said on Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Fire for fire. Yeah. Oh, Rev, you see, please don't get angry. You see, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's was lost in transmission. It is when we're transmitting and transmitting. And transmitting. Yeah. You, suddenly they start to stammer. Yeah. You see them stammering like that. I said, you need water. Yeah. This guy who was accusing me, one day I called him. I said, brother, stand here. Then I said, what did you, I heard you said this. You said that. You said, he, he was wanting to say, I said, shut up, let me finish talking. I've given you three, because I traveled for a month. So you had one man to be talking. Now I'm back. Yeah. You said this. He said this. He said, he said, oh, please. So say, that's not what I, I said. This is the last time you enter this church. Do you hear what I'm saying? If I come here again, you will see what will happen to you. Yeah. Hey, pastor, is that church for you? There are so many churches, you can go to any of them. Yeah, so many. You can go to any of them. But don't come and spoil this beautiful church we have. You see the people singing, we are all happy. And you come with your accusing mouth. Hey. Next one. Number three is what? The third way is by teaching. You teach. So that's what I'm doing to you. I'm teaching you. Teaching you against accusations. Teaching you about accusations. Jesus, they accuse him so many times. Anytime they accuse him, he will teach. Anytime they accuse him. One day he went to preach. They said, oh, are you not the carpenter? He taught a lesson. He said, a prophet is but without honor, except in his own country. He, he just teach him. Another time they accused him. They said he was eating with sinners and publicans. He said, I came to save the lost, not the righteous. It's those who are sick who need a doctor, not those who are well. Immediately he taught something. Teaching. So tonight, as I'm teaching, your eyes are opening. Even last week, I taught you a very important lesson. Learn to say something good all the time. Don't always look for the negative to say. Learn it. It's an art. When you meet somebody, you are dealing with somebody, try to find something good to say. Don't always say the negative. It's all teaching. It's teaching. Number four. The fourth way to silence the accuser. Look, even my message on how to develop a spiritual mind, it was a silencer. Yeah. The, you see, suddenly all those people who have been parading in the church claiming that they are spiritual, you can see that they are all quiet now. Yeah. yeah. No, if you like, do a search, do a survey in there. You can see they have all quieting down. Yeah. Before everybody else, 
Water has found its right level. Everybody has mellowed. Yeah. Now people are trying to be spiritually, to be, to be properly spiritual. Instead of these things that look like they are spiritual but they are not. And disturbing all of us. Disturbing our sleep. Disturbing our daytime. Yeah, won't count out to start things. Thank you very much. Yeah. It was a silencer. Tell your neighbor it was a silencer. Even this seven demons is also a silencer. Number four, common sense. You silence the accuser by common sense. You just use common sense. The guy who said he's my brother, the first thing I told him, I said, you are short. There's no short man in my family. How can you be my brother? Forgive me all short people. It's nothing personal. Please, I, I don't, don't go home and say, when I came to church, I was trying to, it's, it's like, if I was white and you are black, how can you be my brother? No, my father is tall. His brothers, they are all tall. So, naturally. So how do you come abased and suddenly you say you are, you are my brother from which side? My mother's side. You know, you're my brother from another mother. From which mother? Which mother? No, tell, tell, I'm your brother from another mother. And then ask your neighbor, which mother? Not which mother, which mother? Common sense. They accuse Jesus that he's coming to take over Israel. He's trying to organize a coup. He's trying to organize a coup. He answered them, he said, if, if, I was, if my kingdom was of this world, my servants would have risen up to fight. The fact that my servants are not even fighting should tell you that what I am dealing with is not in this world. It's not in this world. Sometimes, come on, sometimes, look, a lot of accusations are unreasonable. If you, are just, if you have to just use common sense a little, it will just make it clear. Uh, this church is not a good church, but you have been here for seven years. If it wasn't a good church, how come you have been able to be in the church for seven years? How? Since the, start, the church started, you are always criticizing the church, yet you can't leave the church. sense. Just common sense. Just use common sense to tackle the issue. Yeah. Many accusations are like that. Many. Many pastors are accused. He's stealing the church money. Now, let's, let's be serious. And sometimes they accuse the pastor that he's stealing the money because maybe he went to KFC and he bought food to eat. Now, let's be serious. All you have is matric. Matric. Yet you can afford KFC. Then me, with a university degree, 
years, married to a pharmacist. Having been working since 2003, why can't I afford KFC? Think about it. Seriously. And you, all you have is matric. Yet you can buy KFC. Yet you can buy KFC. Think about it. You can buy KFC with your matric. I said with your matric. You can buy KFC. Lugani, think about it. Then we who have gone to university, you are doing what? Masters or what? Masters. Then you have been accused that in Popomeni, you are stealing the money from Popomeni to go and buy Amakwenya. Meanwhile, there are people in grade six who don't work and can buy Amakwenya. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. One day, one, another accusation that they accuse pastors, they all say, oh, Pastor, he likes girls. So one day, one particular pastor, a pastor friend of mine was accused that he likes some girl. Then, unfortunately, they brought me on the scene. So when I came, I said, wow, beautiful. So I look at the girl. Then I called the accusers. I said, come, get up, come. Not you, no, you will not be an accuser. Amen. I said, look at this one that they say the pastor likes. Compare to the ones here. That they say he doesn't like. <laughs> now, if the pastor likes girls, do you think that he, he will leave all these ones? Not even take only one, but I mean, he will leave these ones. And this, this one. So I asked them, compare this. I said, you, if you were choosing, you, you sit at the back. You don't see the whole church at the same time. If you were choosing, will you choose this one or you choose one of these ones? Even with your disadvantage. With, at your disadvantage viewpoint. So I will choose this one. So I said, why do you think that the pastor who stands on the stage to start with, he stands high. He sees everybody at the same time. When he has the mic, he can go here. So if he wants to check if the hair is real or not, he will check. Do, do you get it? Anyway. He will check. Do, 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 do you see? Yeah. If he wants to be sure, does she smile or not? He can say, smile and let me see. So with all these resources at his disposal, why would he? I say, uh-huh, shut up your mouth. Next time before you talk, think, think a little, think a little. Think a little. Yeah, common sense. Common sense. My time is up. Number five. Number five will surprise many of you. Matthew 5, 25, the Bible says, agree with the accuser of the way. Sometimes another way to deal with the accuser is just agree with them. Say, you are a thief. Okay. 
Okay. You are very bad. Okay. I agree. Because whether you agree or you don't agree, he can't do anything. I said he can't do what? Anything. If you disagree, that's why you start to argue. You see, but I saw you the other day. Then the other day also I saw you. Then the next two days I saw you. Then the next three days I saw you. You say what? I've stolen money. Okay, it's true. That's all. What else will you do? You are surprised. But what will you do? What will you do? Okay. It's finished. Pay back the money. I'm not Jacob Zuma. Even Jacob Zuma, even Jacob Zuma, you have not been able to get him to pay back the money. Okay. That's all. You are wicked. Okay. That's all. I said, that's what? Oh, they accused Jesus. They said, you say you are, you, you, he said, Herod, Herod said, are you the king of Israel? He said, you have said it. Case closed. Adam for Herod said, this guy is a lunatic. Take him away. I, I don't know what to do with this guy. Take him away. He said, okay. That's all. You see the way you are all quiet? That's how the accuser will also be quiet. Because he doesn't know what next. Because he was expecting that you are coming to put up a defense. So, okay. Then number six. Number six. Silence. Silence. Sometimes you, you deal with your accuser by not responding to your accuser. No response. Silence. This is how you deal with journalists. This is how it is. This church is a multi church. You don't say anything. You just leave it. Some of you like to defend yourself too much. Yeah. And, and with the press, they want you to defend yourself. So that as you are talking, in the heat of the moment. You see, not all of us are like Bill Clinton. Not all of us are like Barack Obama. Not all of us are like Tabo Mbeki. Not all of us are like Jacob Zuma. Who can wiggle our way around in the war of words? You can meando. And then when you don't know what they like, hey, 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 hey. In Kandla, Tiko Ase Jotko. Such a silence. What, what, look, what the journalists hate is when they ask you a question, you say, I have no comment on this issue at this time. Hey! They don't like that response at all. No comment. No comment. No. So, this is the No comment. So, did you win? No, no, no comment. No, no, no. No comment. Yeah. Then they have, they have nothing to write. Nothing. No comment. Neither confirm nor deny. No comment. You see that then they are, they are, they are, they are locked. They don't know what to do again. The White House likes to do that. When something happens, they don't know whether they should deny it or accept it. Then they'll just release a statement. The White House has no comment on this issue at this moment. Finished. Signed by the press secretary. Then they release press statement. Yeah. 
Sometimes they even let you fry. They say there will be a, there will be a press conference at 3 p.m. at the White House. You see, all the journalists have come into the foyer to come and listen. Then they'll come. On the issue of Monica Lewinsky and the President Bill Clinton, the White House has no comment on this issue at this moment. Thank you very much. Sometimes they even say questions. But no comment. Next question. No comment. Yes. And no further comments. Sometimes you have to toast your accuser. You see, the accuser is sitting there, the accuser is frying. Because all he wants is for you to say something. Some of you wives must learn this no comment thing. Yeah. Everything you want to iron it out. Sometimes you must learn to say. And you can't be sitting in the house and say no comment because no comment is also a comment. Yeah. So you just keep quiet. That's all. You just, when I first married my wife, I mean, I like to iron things. Like I told you, I don't back down from a fight easily. No, 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 no. So I like to iron things out. Now, wake that girl up. Her vision is over. Wake her up. Wake her up. Uh-huh. Thank you. Good. So, like I was saying, back to what I was saying, back from the commercial break. Good. Iron things out. After about three months, I saw that, ah, this girl, she doesn't know how to play the sport. She said, she, she, she'll just be looking at you like that. She's like, okay. I mean, can she hear what I'm saying? Is she deaf and dumb? She can't hear. Wake up. She'll be looking, she'll be looking at you like that. Some of your problems... Look, after a while, I said, no, this guy, she doesn't know how to argue. I have to find a new partner to be arguing with. Because... <laughs> so in my house, there's no argument. You just say what you want to say, then you go your way. It's finished. No argument. No, you must learn it. Everything you want to... You... I want him to also hear my point. He, he said he doesn't like impokoto. The impokoto you make is too much. All you say is, okay, it's finished. You are quiet. So, but your mother told me that when you were a baby, you used to eat in pokoto, and then this, and then, and then, then it will become a long argument. By the time you realize you have a blow in your eye, then you don't understand where the blow came from. Just quiet. Just quiet. Quiet. Where I come from, when you do something, they beat you for what you have done, they beat you for answering back, they beat you for crying, they beat you for not crying. Yeah. And then they beat you to stop crying. Yeah. Yeah. And if they, yeah, you run away, they beat you for running away. For wasting our energy to chase you. And then they beat you for being silly to have been caught. Yeah. <laughs> and when they catch you, they tell you, I'm beating you for, for what you did. Then another four for running away. Then another two 
for being caught. <laughs> then, another two for crying when I've not beaten you. That one is the that, that one is the knockout for crying when I have not beaten you. Why are you crying? Yeah. So now let me give you a reason to cry. Yeah. When you frown, we beat you for frowning. When you laugh, we beat you for laughing. I mean, the, what you have done looks funny. It looks funny to you. <laughs> Look, by the time they finish the sentence, how many is that? If you get that one also wrong, that's also another. <laughs> Look, folks, it's been a pleasure. Listen up. We have to silence every accuser that the devil brings against the church. All our accusation must come from outside the church, not within the church. We said, let's sing. The people have all come to sing. Each of them has made an effort. Don't go home and start singing. Eh, even when she stood on the stage, the way she was singing the song, that's not how the song was sung in the beginning, at the end, and the other place. Look, we had fun. That's all. Ah. We had fun. That's all. And eh, this person sang better than this. It's not a competition. It is not a competition. All of us are singing. I, yeah. That's why I said, we will have less sing. What a shock. And they will have less sing at your own risk. Because less sing at your own risk. Zolile will be, even Zolile can sing. Imzi will be singing. Justice. I mean, people you don't expect that. Can, they will all come and sing. It's a happy hour. Yeah. Go home and start saying, and eh, by the way, you'll sing. Even, even when she sang and she saw that now the song is working, then she did the head like this. Then she did that. Why, what does she think? <laughs> you were happy, you were clapping. Why have you gone home and now you are criticizing? Why? Why? Let the right spirit be in the church in the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet, let's bring the service to a close. How many of you have been blessed tonight? Wow, lift your hands. Let's pray, Father. Thanks a million for everybody here tonight. Thanks for this wonderful family you have blessed us with. We pray that the spirit of accusation will not have its place in our church. That the devil, the accuser of the brethren, will be cast down and his demons with him in the name of Jesus. Let there be power in the church. Let there be salvation in the church. Let the kingdom of our Christ come. In the name of Jesus. Let this church have the bite of a shark. And the back of a dog. In the name of Jesus. Let us run with the tenacity of a mountain goat. With the endurance of a camel. And the boldness of a lion. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Folks, God, God loves you. And so do I.
We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Rev. Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.